Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. I'm Kelly. Oh, it's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Mustard, Jimmy. If you're not watching us, you just might want to. We have really good costumes on today. A squirt in good time. I love wearing costumes. I have said this on a past episode, the first episode that actually it wasn't the first dress up episode, but recently Aaron and I dressed up as Barbie and Oppenheimer to record. One of the reasons I really wanted to do that is because for some reason I find it so funny to do very normal things while dressed up in costume. And that was the vision I had for this. And thankfully, Jimmy had these costumes. And yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, I think I do love ketchup, mustard, and relish on my hot dogs. I went to a Phillies game this weekend, so I'm just Cute. like in the mood for the condiments. And I'm a huge fan of condiments, and I think condiments are very important. And like even chicken nuggets, I love chicken nuggets, but you know what? It's all about the dipping sauce. So this is us paying homage. Is yeah. that the word? Yeah, I think homage, so. or I think is it homage? I don't know. The comments will tell us. This is us paying respects. Homage. I think it's homage. Yeah. Yeah, paying our respects. <laughs> paying our respects to Heinz and... Yeah. What other... Yeah, I don't know. Not Hunts. I don't love Hunts ketchup. Oh. I'm more of a Heinz girly. Heinz is... I mean, we are Pennsylvania folk, so Heinz is the best. I don't notice a huge difference, I think, in ketchups. Mm. But ketchup's my number one. That's why I'm out here representing. Yeah, girl. Live your truth. What's your fave? Ketchup over mustard. But yeah, I like ketchup too. Uh, You gave me this costume. Yeah, obviously. I love the Oppenheimer look, by the way, too. I forgot to tell you that. You kind of like killed it. Oh, thank you. I kind of felt so good being in the suit. Yeah. Like the hat wasn't a perfect hat for Oppenheimer, but the suit, I'm like, I feel fancy right now. I I feel good. Yeah. No, I thought it was great. Maybe we could do, actually, we were going to do an episode, Jimmy and I, we talked about it a long time ago at this point, but reviewing bar questions Mm -hmm. and seeing how many laws we knew as normal citizens. I do feel like that would be so interesting. And I love reading the bar questions and trying to figure them out. What I didn't want to do is disrespect lawyers. Right. By be- like, I didn't want people to take it the wrong way. Because in another life, and if I had more time, I would want to be a lawyer. So I love reading bar questions and, like, talking about law and stuff. And I wanted to take the bar and, like, see if how many I could get right. But I didn't want to offend lawyers because it's, like, obviously I'm not going to get most mm-hmm. of them right. Like, it's extremely difficult. So I didn't want to offend people. But I do think it would be interesting to see see like how many laws can a normal person under or like what is the common knowledge of laws like how many bar questions could we get right as normal citizens who probably should understand laws in our country and state yeah i don't think that's disrespectful at all okay if anything it'll make us respect lawyers even more yeah exactly because we're like look at how much they have to know and understand Mm -hmm. i think it'd be very fun to dress up in suits to do that yeah. So maybe we'll do that in the coming months. Yeah, I one um I dressed up as RBG for Halloween one year so I could like pull out the like a little judge outfit too yes and we already have our gavel you can use this as your part of your costume yeah that'd be perfect I feel like we might be using this a lot today yeah let's we should yeah 
This week, I gathered stories that made me think, be so for real. As I was reading them, I'm like, I feel that that's the only thing I can say is like, be so for real. And I think that people love drama, regardless of how much they say they don't like drama. Mm -hmm. And I feel like as a human, humans just love gossip. I don't know why. Is it because it's like interesting? But half of it isn't even interesting. But everyone loves talking and gossiping and drama when it's not yours especially but it's like part of me cares about it because I'm like oh yeah that's interesting but then I guess I shouldn't say everyone but it it is just like psychologically humans like gossip Mm -hmm. and that's what I was gonna say there's gotta be a psychological thing I think there is but for the most part I'm like I really don't care but then there's certain things that I'm like yeah I could I could rehash this story the, the exact same details again and again and again but I also heard this quote that was like it's from like some inspirational rich person I don't even know but they said normal people talk about people successful people talk about ideas so I try to not talk about people that much also because it's like who cares what everyone else is doing yeah I would love to say that I'm one of those people that could talk about the ideas but I love a little gossip I I like to hear it I I try not to gossip myself that much but I just love to know about other gossip I think it's human I love reality TV that's Mm -hmm. all it is I love to watch it all play out like I don't know I love a little gossip I think it's very human I feel like it's almost like that's the most common and then the people that don't enjoy gossip do you genuinely never enjoy it but I feel like that's the minority Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like do you actually never enjoy it like is there no story that's interesting to you because I feel like there's some interesting stories every story we read on this podcast could probably be labeled as gossip and Mm -hmm. they're just so interesting it just really makes you think you know yeah it does so anyway i feel like a lot of times with these stories it's like you could say you don't like drama but then there's people in these stories that i'm like you did this for the drama Mm -hmm. and just admit it yeah yeah should we get into it yeah but before i would like to do something i didn't ask you this before oh, yeah. we started filming rapid fire so you know how you rapid fire me sometimes yes Can i rapid fire you right now yes okay i'm still stuck on the condiments and the dipping sauces <gasps> ready go honey mustard barbecue no i don't like either what oh gosh what i don't like either okay i am a very simple eater i think (laughs) and there are so many foods that i just don't like them and i didn't even eat salad dressing until like a few years ago and i would just eat a salad dry oh okay (laughs) how about like ranch or hot sauce ranch or blue cheese i'm the most uninteresting person i don't like either of them (laughs) and i never eat them And I don't like anything spicy. I hate spicy food. I wish I liked it. It burns my mouth. It's painful. So that's why you're a ketchup girly because ketchup is like it. And ketchup, I think ketchup is vinegar. So it's like a little tangy. How about mayo? I just don't like mayo. (laughs) Sorry. I can really dress the part, but I'm a fraud. It didn't even have to be rapid fire. I learned so much about you just right now. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. How Uh, about like seasonings? Do you like uh, like seasonings on your food? I like garlic. I I love salt. Salt is like, Mm -hmm. I love salty things. I almost like salty things more than sweet things. Or if there's something sweet, I'm like put salt on the chocolate chip cookie or something. Mm. It's just so good. good. Yeah. I probably eat too much salt. And then here's how... This is my like basis for spices. One time I was watching a movie with my friends. This was like two years ago. It was all dark in there and we were eating popcorn out of like a bag, like not freshly popped. It's the kind you buy on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
sitting there thinking this is so hot it's burning my mouth like what is this and then eventually I said something I was like guys what kind of popcorn is this like it's so spicy my mouth is on fire we turn the lights it's salt and pepper flavored salt and pepper I was like what is wrong with me like this is not fun (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not trying to be like yeah I just like I'm so like cool like I just can't even do the the spice it just oh like I'm so quaint and it like quirky it kills me like no it's annoying it's actually sad (laughs) I'm like why I wish I liked it and then all these people like everyone likes medium salsa and like guacamole Mm. and I'm like I can't even eat the shared guacamole because Mm. my mouth is going to be on fire and it's going to physically hurt my lips and I'm like that's not fun could you do like mild salsa yeah mild salsa like like anything with just no spice in it at all Mm. but I'll go to a restaurant and I'll be like is there any spice in this dish or whatever and if it's like remotely spicy I just can't handle it or I'll ask if like I could do the thing without the red pepper flakes like red pepper flakes my lips are on fire they're burning I'm like I need to reapply chapstick and get the heck out of here (laughs) it's not fun I'm like how do I and I kind of am trying to train my mouth I don't know if that's a thing though because I have been eating wait it goes mild medium yeah medium salsa on my taco salad and Mm. i have been liking that because it'll have avocado which is so bland and basic and it like equals it out kind of equals it out yeah and rice and beans are so basic Mm -hmm. and not spicy so or they're mild i don't know if basic's the right word but I have been liking that and I have even thought to myself when I use the mild salsa it is a little too bland I kind of like the Mm. the medium but medium salsa on chips just by itself it is burning my mouth and it was burning my mouth even when I was eating the taco salad but it wasn't bad it was like I like it it's good but yeah I could never do the like the ghost pepper or like Mm. that chip what do you, you ever hear of that chip? Oh like yeah, the ghost I, chip I can't or either. And I'm not even. I'm not someone, and that's why I'm not judging that much. That's like <laughs> that much. <laughs> 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 that's like oh spice like i love spicy food blah blah because blah, i am not like that either yeah like i'm not great like anything above like a mild hot sauce i can't do it okay. like i so i'm very much with you on that i just can't get over the other part the dipping sauces i part. know and i wish i liked them because the ranch thing is so part of our culture like everyone's like i love ranch, ranch yeah. on pizza ranch on chips and carrots like ranch on everything and i'm like I want to be part of this too. I just like don't like it that much. I don't know. And I never Mm. think to eat it. And maybe it would be a thing where the more I ate it, the more I would like it. But I just don't even feel the need to eat it. I'm a very simple eater. It's just, it's kind of sad. Yeah, but But also it's it's like it works. But it's so uninteresting when people ask me about food or something. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, oh, I have nothing to give. I just, I'm like, I don't like it. I don't want it. (laughs) I have started eating some salad dressings. Like I like Caesar salad dressing mm-hmm. but i i usually get it on the side so that i can take like, get the food onto the fork and then put a little little bit of mm-hmm. or it's not seasoning dressing on the fork and then i eat it people have ripped me apart for that as well wow. they're like wow you're really dipping every bite and i'm like you're really watching me eat right. okay let me do what i want i'm not Period. hurting anyone i'm not complaining yeah 
I'm just doing my own thing. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Maybe like a poppy seed dressing you would enjoy oh. and stuff like that. You ever have a poppy seed run? No, but I've had mm. vinaigrettes. I like them. When I would eat salad dry, I would put a lot of fruit in it and then I would eat it strategically so that there was always fruit in every bite. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like I was just eating iceberg lettuce yeah. and like a tomato. Well, tomato is juicy, but anyway. Yeah. I just never liked it. You might like a poppy seed dressing though, like with like a little bit of like a green space some strawberries you could throw oh, in like a nut good. or something like that yes, if you yes, like any yes. nuts in your salad yeah with the poppy seed dressing great okay i would make that salad a lot that sounds very yeah. good usually i would have that with vinaigrette mm. i guess or like raspberry yeah, it's vinaigrette. Good with that too. that's yeah, pretty good yeah, yeah. i've never even heard of poppy seed dressing maybe this condiments episode will be what inspires me yeah. to eat more food this is like a total tangent too we did not plan on talking <laughs> no we didn't <laughs> well all. why don't we rapid fire for you okay okay Blue cheese or ranch? Ranch, every time. Honey mustard or barbecue? Honey mustard. Hot honey on a cheesy, like, toast or normal honey? Hot honey. Wow. I just discovered hot honey was a thing. Mm, I just, yeah, I, I am new to the hot honey game. Okay. Admittedly. It's really spicy? Yeah, but, well, not, like, overly spicy. It's like, has the spicy and sweetness to it. Okay. You know what I mean? There's this app called Too Good To Go. Oh, I don't yes. know if we talked about it. I think yeah. we did, right? Yeah. So, Callie's boyfriend, Steve, had done that uh, for, like, a bakery and got really good bread with, like, ricotta toast-type mixture with that the hot honey amazing. on top yesterday, and it was very good, so. That sounds very good. I'm new to the hot honey game, but I like it. Yeah. I would choose normal honey with some salt on top. Oh. Mm, also good, yeah. I've been into brie, yep. warm with honey and salt on the top <gasps> so do, you, do you like pistachios yeah oh man you could do too like honey on top of the brie and then do like a pist- uh, pistachios like all chopped up and put them on top and bake it in the oven so good that sounds so good, so good. Mm-hmm. okay i'm inspired ketchup yeah. or mustard if you had to pick one ketchup on a pretzel mustard or cheese that's hard (laughs) that's hard that's what it's served with like a beer pretzel yeah probably cheese i guess but i i I genuinely like to alternate between bites i'll do a cheese and then i'll do a mustard then a cheese and a mustard cheese and a pretzel oh can i talk about this one place in philly kellyann's oh the best it's in fairmount i went there recently and it's all american food and i had french onion soup and then the pretzel and something else mozzarella sticks probably this french onion soup was so salty it almost feels like they just like accidentally put way too much salt in it but i like that i love their french onion soup it's my favorite in the city oh it's so good i don't know if it was salty i don't think it's like overly salty i want to go again and see if it tastes different because it was very salty but Mm. it was so good and i was like i like this because i'm a salty queen Mm -hmm. but i don't know if other people would Mm. i don't know i like salt too their fries are really good too did you get any of their fries i don't think i got the fries the fries are really good they're like very crunchy okay oh we should go yeah it was so good the french soup me and jen my other roommate not callie the one who's been on the podcast we go there often and we'll literally go and the one time we literally got french onion soup fries and waters and just had the french onion soup the fries and the water and then we left like that's amazing we loved it yeah yeah i think that might be one of my new go-tos yeah soup yeah all winter now that it's about to be winter i really want to try park and rittenhouse too they 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 apparently have the best french onion soup in the city that's what everyone says but i love kellyanne's i've heard it about kellyanne's the best french onion okay i would try 
try I will try park. I kind of wanted to do a French onion soup tour of Philly. I would love that. But we should do it together. We should go to all these different places and my goal would be to make it like a documentary and not release it until it's like an hour long with like a hundred different places. Mm -hmm. I guess a hundred places wouldn't fit in an hour, but I want it to be like very long, very yeah. many places. Maybe like 10 places or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm low-key planning that for the winter. All right. Let me know. I'm interested. Okay. Excellent. So what were we talking about? I don't know. I think we were going to get into our topic. Should oh, yeah. We? Be real. Oh, yeah. Be so for real. That was what Be I was thinking. Be freaking for real. Yeah. Some of the stories, I'm like, you just like drama and you did this to yourself. All right. Yeah. Should we go? Should we yeah, do it? I love it. Yay. I have no idea what any of these ones are. I think we're going to be banging the gavel a lot today because yeah. there's just going to be so many times where I'm like, they're like, am I the asshole? I'm going to be like, come on. You know this. I know this. We all know this. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You know, sometimes you need to hear from somebody else. Yeah. Starting off strong, a food related story. Oh, how did that get there? <laughs> Am I the asshole for ruining dinner over a spelling mistake? I, 25 female, type very fast on my phone and sometimes have spelling errors and grammar mistakes. But as this is a text, I don't think it's that important. I just need the person who I send a message to understand what I mean. I know it irritates my husband, but he has talked to me about it before. And for him, I usually double check my texts. But last night, it slipped my mind. I texted my husband a shopping list as my sister-in-law and her family were coming for dinner and quickly asked him to get some things after work. As I typed quickly, I had written coconut M-L-I-K instead of coconut milk. I was making Thai green curry, but I realized I didn't have a tin at home and I made the curry before my husband was back. I just needed to add the coconut milk and reheat it for when my in-laws would come. When he got home, I realized he had brought everything I put on the list except the coconut milk. I got annoyed when I asked him why he couldn't bring that and he said he couldn't understand what I meant and that next time I should check my spell before sending a text. I then told my husband to figure out what we were serving my sister-in-law because it wasn't Thai green curry as he didn't bring the coconut milk. I left my husband to figure out dinner and he got us all takeout instead, which he was upset about doing as he had a hard day at work and I was home. BFFR. You did it to yourself. (laughs) You did it to yourself. Uh, Are they like always at each other's throats like this? Is that that big of a deal? Or like if he wasn't sure, then pick up the phone and be like, hey, yeah. I see that you have like coconut M-L-I-K. Is that coconut milk? Did you mean to write? Or like if you're going to do anything snarky, leave it in the car and be like, oh my God, I didn't know what you meant. And mm-hmm. then she's like, are you being serious? And he's like, no, babe, I, here it is. I got it. Right. Like what? Yeah. They seem like they're like already at each other's throats for something else or something. I don't yeah. know. Because like that's a little much. Sometimes I wonder when I read stories like this, I'm like, do you like your wife? Yeah. Do you no. like your wife? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Like you don't have to be with her. <laughs> yeah, it looks like he was looking for a reason to pick a fight. Yes, like why? And if you, I'm sorry, if you saw that, like you would know what it was saying. If anything, I almost feel like you would have to look for that mistake because it's one of those things where in the English language, if like certain letters are out of whack, it's mm-hmm. like scientifically proven that your brain can just connect the dots and figure out what it says, even if it's not written perfectly. Like I've seen posts like memes or something on Facebook where it's a whole paragraph of misspelled words, but it's about how the human brain can fix words when they're 
in a sentence and you're giving context, mm-hmm. you knew what she meant. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you did like it to yourself. Sight, it's like a sight word kind of. Yeah. Like you don't actually read every letter. Yeah. Because you just see the word and you know what it is. Yeah. And then also what outcome did you want? Did you want your wife to be like, oh my God, babe, of course you couldn't understand when I swapped two words within the context of a shopping list. I'm so sorry, honey. Yeah. Like let me go out to the store and now do a second grocery trip because you wanted to prove some stupid point that you have with yourself mm-hmm. what were you trying to prove let me do more for your sister yeah. that is coming over for dinner yeah what was the goal what was the goal did you want your wife to be like oh i will never ever make a typo again in my whole entire life <laughs> what <laughs> i hate you yeah i hate you you're annoying yep that's a little bit ridiculous like this is just it be so for real be so for real mm-hmm. what did you want to happen yeah And then he's like, oh, well, now we have to get takeout and I'm mad because you were at home doing nothing all day and I was working. Okay, so then you chose to play a little stupid prank or do a little stupid thing to prove some point. What point are you trying to prove? Yeah, it's stupid. And like it's for a recipe. Yeah, it's not like you just omit things left and right. Like some things you could try to figure out how to make it work, but like not most things. Yeah. And in the future, it's like she isn't going to think, oh, you know what? That one time when I really needed something, but I misspelled it, it ended up not being purchased for me. So I really have to be on top of like my spelling just to Mm -hmm. make sure I'm getting exactly the right thing. Like that's not what is going to happen. She's going to be like, oh, my husband's such a fucking dickhead that I can't even make a mistake because I know I'm going to you know, have these stupid games played at me when I'm just trying to be a good wife and bake dinner for our guests that are coming over. It's like, she's not going to think, oh yeah, my husband, like he really can't put two and two together and understand what a typo is. Like it's, it doesn't look good on you. If anything, you look stupid and you look like a dickhead because you're trying to prove a point to her. Mm -hmm. You wanted the drama. You wanted the drama and you know it and I know it. Mm -hmm. I know it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. People love drama. Wow. That just, like, makes me mad. Me too. Like, I actually am genuinely mad right now. I'm glad that we had the same outlook of being like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. He just has something else going on. Yeah. I just feel like before we make these, like, I, okay, I can also get it. Sometimes I get irrationally mad. Like, there are some little things in life where if I'm really close with a person and they do, like, the same little tick, like, all the time, Mm -hmm. I am self-aware enough to be like, all right. I'm getting Mm -hmm. irrationally mad at that. It's like, that's just that person's catchphrase or like, that's just the one little thing they say. Who cares? Like, I can see how he, after time, after time, and if he talked to her about it, he's like, I don't know why this annoys me, but the fact that you spell words so wrong so often just annoys me. Like, can you take two more seconds and reread the text and make sure it's legible and like understandable? And she's like, yeah, of course. But like, does that mean that she's never allowed to make a spelling mistake in her life? Come on. You're crazy. You're crazy. And I would literally, this is not the good advice that I should be giving other people, but I would not talk to that person that night. Like, I would be so furious that I wouldn't even look them in the eye for the rest of the night. Yeah, well, it seems like he's almost on some kind of, like, power trip or, like, trying to shame her. Yeah. Like, he was doing that on purpose. Kind of. Definitely. Ew. Hate you. Yeah, we don't like him. Obviously, the overall vote was not the asshole. Okay, good. The top comment is, if he didn't understand the list, he could have texted you back or called you to ask. He ruined the dinner just to be petty, and you did your best. So true. He's petty, and he's dumb. Yep. It's so petty. And it's like, you, you... Sorry. I could go on. I could repeat myself 20 more times, but... I hate him. We digress. The second talk comment is tell him to fuck himself and see if he can work it out. 
Tom to FC FC UK himself. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I would be petty back and I would be making typos in every message that I send to this man. Yeah. Moving forward. I'm yeah. not kidding. I really would. Because I'm sorry. How stupid are you that you can't read that that said coconut milk? If anyone's the idiot, it's the man. And the, and the fact her. is we all know that it wasn't that. No. It wasn't that he couldn't read it. No. Nope. It was that he was trying to prove a point. And what point were you trying to prove? That he's a douche. Yeah. That's the only thing you proved. I almost hit your leg with this. I, I'm really, I'm really lounging. No, no, here. no, lounge more. <laughs> Look, I'm making my, I'm making myself comfortable. As you should. Me and my condiments. <laughs> All right, what's this one about? This one's about another dumbass man. I think there's probably ones about dumbass women here, so I'm not trying to be a man hater, but no. this one. Okay. My boyfriend faked a proposal, so I broke up with him. Me, 24 female, have been de- Me have been de- Oh, I'm just going to fix her little grammatical yeah. error. Because I'm not a petty bitch like the guy no. in the last story. No. Nope. We can infer when someone makes a simple mistake or a typo. Yep. I, 24 female, have been dating my boyfriend, Andrew, 26 male, for five years now. We've had a healthy and stable relationship up until today. Andrew has always been a prankster and made jokes with me all the time and I do it with him but today he took it way too far in the morning he woke me up at 7 a.m. and told me to wake up because he wanted to take me to the spa I was pretty surprised because it wasn't a special day or anything but I was all in for it at the spa he told me how we wanted to go to a fancy restaurant after we were done at the spa and that he was paying of course I agreed as we hadn't been out together in a long time when we got to the restaurant we had a beautiful and romantic dinner and just a nice time in general we were talking about a house we were planning to move into and chit-chatted about other stuff too. After around 40 minutes, Andrew stood up and got on his knees and took out a box out of his pocket. My heart stopped beating. I hadn't even predicted this. We have never talked about proposals before, but I also thought it was a great time now. He did a speech about how I was the most beautiful girl in the world and how he wanted to live with me forever and ended with, will you marry me, my princess? Of course, I said yes. Seconds later, all that excitement turned into horror. He opened the small box I expected he put the ring in and it was a note saying you've been pranked and Andrew started laughing hysterically he continued with baby this was just a prank I'm not ready to marry you at all yet he was leaning in to hug me but I gave him the biggest slap ever with tears streaming down my face I just told him we're over you fucking scumbag I am now sitting in my bed crying and writing this, and I don't know what to do. He's been texting and calling me, but I haven't responded because I feel so sad, betrayed, and mostly angry. I thought this was going to be one of the best days of my life. What should I do? That guy seems like a big ol' asshole. Yes, he sucks. How could you do that to someone? That's terrible. This is horrible. It's one thing, and I mean, I wouldn't even like this. Like, I've seen people for like a second look like they're going to go down on me and be like, ah, and they're like, oh whatever like he put on a whole blown skit yes the spa day the restaurant like you're you're setting everything up for it i would have fully believed him too if i were her why would she not yeah like but that's what he wanted too yeah that's malicious yeah he knew she was gonna fully believe him and that's what he wanted Mm -hmm. he 
planned this entire day to emotionally manipulate you, keep making you happier and happier and happier as the day went on so that you would be at your peak happiness when you received this prank that would take you to like your most saddest. He planned all of this because if you were just in your like normal emotional state and then he was like, marry me. And you were like, wait, what, babe? And he was like, oh, just kidding. You'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, ha ha ha. Like it wouldn't be that dramatic emotional drop probably. But because he did all of this and he did the lead up, it's like he's making your emotions peak just so he can pull you down. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, that's not a good guy. Why would he think this is funny? This should have been on the episode that was it's just a prank. And then mm-hmm. the prank. It's very hard because they've been together for a while and like Wait, maybe have they? five years. Five years. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for one thing to like throw away an entire relationship. But like that would be really hard for me to get over. Something like that is like yeah. actually messing with your emotions is like not okay. Yeah. That is so sad. Like how could he have thought this is a good idea? It's making me think of those YouTube couples that all they do is prank each other back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point where you're like, how do you guys even trust each other at all anymore? Mm-hmm. I feel like the comments on the it's just a prank video opened my mind a little bit more. But I don't hate pranks if they're harmless. Mm-hmm. Like, I think little jokes with, like, people that you're close with and that you trust, like, aren't always a bad thing. But a reasonable person knows where to draw the line. But the comments on the prank episode made me see how it is, like, kind of cruel to do pranks on certain people regarding certain things. Because it does change your emotions so drastically. And a lot of people, it takes them a long time to recover from that Mm -hmm. when their emotions are thrown all over the place. So I get that, too. But, yeah, those couples on YouTube, it's like, how can you even trust each other after a while? And a lot of them break up because all you're doing is emotionally tormenting each other. And it's like, how can you trust each other? How can you separate, oh, this is a joke from, oh, this person is actually trying to do something nice for me? Like, I feel like I would never recover. Even if she gave him a second chance, any kind thing he does in the future, I would be like, oh, is this going to be part of a prank? Like, Mm -hmm. I think this would make me lose all trust in someone. Me too. It also, it brings up the question of like, how how serious does he take an engagement and things like that? That yeah. it's like so easy to make like a huge joke out of it. I mean, it wasn't on her mind, but when you're asking someone to marry you, you're asking someone to marry you. Yeah. So some things I feel are good to make jokes about. Other things are kind of like, you know, in the way that he had done that is way too far past the line, if you yeah. ask me. I agree. I remember this one couple on YouTube I used to watch. They would do pranks, but then it turned into like emotional pranks Mm. and they would prank each other into being like, I'm breaking up with you. And it would go so far as to like the girl left the guy's house and he like came like running out, like doing anything he could to try and get her back. And he showed her this like family heirloom ring that he was planning on proposing to her with. And then she's like, oh shit, like you shouldn't have shown me that. Like this is a prank. Then he's like, you really pranked me mm-hmm. and said you're like it's just a mess like there's it's just not worth it yeah i i like call me a softy or whatever but like that's way too much toying with my emotions oh like, yeah i could not do that i think little pranks like <laughs> i can't even think of a harmless prank because it's so hard to find a harmless prank mm-hmm. where there's like you know where it's actually funny but the stakes are actually so low it's yeah. very difficult to think of one i can't even think of one but if some of my friends that i love that support me like a hundred percent if they were to play a little joke on me 
I wouldn't necessarily get mad. But then it's like if my boyfriend was like, I'm breaking up with you and did the whole spiel and then left and then was like, oh, it's a prank. It's like, and who is that funny for? Mm -hmm. Like, why is that a prank? That's not a prank. That's just cruel and mean. That's just being mean to someone. I agree. My really good friend that I lived with in college, we used to do like scare wars, like randomly. We'd be like, okay, like this week is scare wars. And for like the week, we would like find different ways to like prank each other by like scaring each other. Yeah, I love that. like stupid stuff like that. Like it was never anything like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those types of pranks I'm good with. Little things like you go to the grocery store and you're like, oh my God, I forgot that. And it's like, what? And then you're like, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Those pranks are like funny to me. And the thing with your friends, it's like, that's consensual. Like yeah. you guys are all like, yeah, I like being scared or I don't right. mind if someone jumps out at me every once in a while or mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah. This is just weird. And if it's like her question was, what should you do? You should block him and never speak to him again. Like it, the, it's over in my opinion. Yeah. That would be hard for me to have the trust again. Yeah. But. And I guess though, they have been dating for five years. So if this is the only thing that you've ever been like, cause she did say he pranks and he makes jokes with me. I make jokes with him, but today he took it too far. Like if this is the only thing in your relationship that he's done wrong, after five years of a wonderful healthy relationship and then he does this horrible mistake maybe you could find it in yourself to forgive him but I feel like that's gonna come with like him doing things that will earn your trust back and he's gonna have to now accept that your relationship is different Mm -hmm. the trust that you just built for five years it's been reset like he doesn't have a hundred percent of it anymore and if he's not able to understand that and work to make it a hundred percent then he's not emotionally mature and it's his own fault so it's done but if you guys can both come to an agreement and be like we have a wonderful relationship one of the people in the relationship made a terrible mistake and did something so mean but we can work together to get through it if this girl is like so kind and willing to forgive like sure people work through shit but like the odds of you recovering from this or at least i should for me the odds of me recovering from this if i was in a relationship with someone i'd be like yeah i I just feel like that's so mean like that shows his character Mm -hmm. well yeah and he would really need for me he would really need to own it and really fully understand why what he did was wrong Mm -hmm. and the different things that it could like trigger in me and you know why it feels like a loss of trust and everything else that goes along with it i would make him explain to me i need you to tell me now what did you do wrong and why did I react the way that I am yeah like you really need to fully understand this yeah what a dickhead yeah I don't like that yeah I think he did it to himself this is horrible yeah I don't like that one you're not overreacting OP I agree and he is nasty am I the asshole for calling my fiance a bridezilla after she wanted to demote one of her bridesmaids for being too short nope Nope, not the asshole. (laughs) Go ahead, let's hear it. My fiance is six foot. Let's get that out of the way. She's not insecure about it. The opposite, actually. She kind of has a superiority complex about it. One of her college friends, Lexi, is 5'1". The rest of her friend group is 5'4 to 5'8", so both Lexi and my fiancé stick out when they take photos together. Her friend group are also her bridesmaids. Yesterday, my fiancé came to me and told me that she was thinking of demoting Lexi from the wedding party because she takes attention away from my fiancé in photos and wanted my help thinking up an excuse that wouldn't damage her friendship with Lexi. 
God. I asked her if she was serious, and she said that she was. I tried to gently explain that friendship and happiness are more important than aesthetics, but she wouldn't listen. Eventually, I got fed up and told her, Hannah, I love you, but you're being a bridezilla. Lexi has been your friend for more than a decade, and you want to exclude her from something she not only has no control over, but also something so superficial as the way she looks. You could gently ask her to wear higher heels, I guess, but completely cutting her out of the wedding party is heartless. I don't know how you're not seeing it. You can have whoever you want in the wedding party, but if you demote Lexi, I'm going to have to reconsider if you're really the type of woman I want to marry. Shoot. She's accused me of emotional blackmail and left for her mom's place. Now she's giving me the silent treatment and her mom texted me a scathing rant because I made her cry. Am I the asshole? No. No, no. Not at all. I think this is such a healthy relationship. If this person's partner, fiance, can look at them in the eye and be like, you are wrong. Mm -hmm. And here's why. They weren't mean to her. They weren't dramatic. I just think the way that they presented this is perfect. Yeah. Perfectly communicated. Get the short girl a higher heel. Like, is it really that hard to fix? No. I don't know. And either way, no, you're missing the point of getting married. Yeah. Having people in your wedding are supposed to be like the people that you feel love you the most and support your relationship the most. Yeah. Not the people that are, you know, up there in the clouds (laughs) with you. Yeah. Like, you got to get your ass brought back down. Maybe you should sit down next to this girl. And not even stand at the altar. Because what the hell is that? That is insane. I know. And then for her, I mean, even just baseline, her thinking this is absurd. Like, you're crazy to be like, oh, should I remove my best friend from my bridal party because she's short? Really ask yourself that. People, Mm -hmm. weddings make people crazy. They do. And the apple didn't fall too far from the tree. Because then her mom's (laughs) texting. Yeah. I'd be like, did you hear why your daughter's crying? Yeah. Because I told her she's wrong for cutting this girl out of her wedding for being short. And the second, like, layer of the story is when you do something wrong and you're acting crazy, you ask your fiance's opinion and they tell you the truth and they don't tell you anything you want to hear they tell you the truth you're wrong in life we are all wrong at some point Mm -hmm. do you want someone as a partner who's going to go along with everything you say and let you destroy relationships or do you want a partner that's going to be honest with you and tell you when you're wrong and help you be a better person that's what a partner should do shouldn't we all have a partner that builds us up Mm -hmm. makes us a better person op is trying to make you a better person and you're storming out calling your partner an asshole and crying to your mom about them like no they're trying to help you Mm -hmm. should your partner never tell you you're wrong ever and just agree with you 100% of the time even when you're making mistakes and being a dickhead no no and general rule of thumb not always but general rule of thumb things like this I feel like if you feel like you need to ask someone if whether or not you making this decision is right or wrong there's a decent chance that it's probably wrong. And you know that and you're asking someone else it, hoping that they are going to make you feel okay about the wrong choice that you're making. Yeah. So you should appreciate the partner more for being honest. Yeah, totally. And also, if you didn't want to hear their genuine opinions, why did you even ask them? Yep. It always pisses me off when people ask other people a question or for advice, but when they don't get the response they want, they then lash out at that other person. It's like when you ask someone for advice or for a question or anything, you need to be prepared. They might not say what you want to hear. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that probably means that if they're being very honest and you trust this person, that probably means that they're giving you the good advice. Mm -hmm. Like when you're dealing with this hard, tricky situation, like in her mind, she's like, I've made my decision and I want to demote this girl from my bridal party. And now I need help figuring it out. It's like, do you think everyone's going to agree with you in this sicky situation? And your husband or your wife or whatever the hell, your fiance should just automatically agree with you in every tricky situation you're in? No, like be prepared to have someone disagree with you. And it's okay if your partner disagrees with you. Mm -hmm. Crazy. You're crazy and you are bridezilla. Sorry. Yeah. Going back to your point of like, don't ask if you don't want to know or like if you're not going to be okay with being uncomfortable with hearing that, then don't bring it up. I don't know. I'm trying to think of another analogy, like a far right Republican person or something walking into like the Democratic National Convention and like pulling a seat up at the table. Like if you're not going to like the things that you're going to hear, then don't put yourself in that position. You know what I mean? Like don't ask the question then. Or just be prepared to hear a side that you don't want and know that someone isn't necessarily an ass asshole yeah because they don't agree with you yeah yep crazy you're done well were the comments saying similar yeah this story was pretty new so there wasn't an overall vote yet but the top comment was she's flying a big old red flag that's on a six foot flagpole please tell me you're seeing it not the asshole yeah not the asshole she showed you her true colors i do want to say one thing about the true colors thing if this is the only mistake she's ever made like people make mistakes and people get caught up in the heat of a moment the heat of a certain situation they get caught up in emotion people can become obsessive about certain random things and because someone gets caught up and suggests that they might do something that doesn't necessarily show their true colors Mm -hmm. like i'm sure that I have made tons of mistakes in my life and then if my friends called me out on it and they were like do you understand what you're doing like this is how it sounds this is how it looks this is what it is and if I was like oh shoot yeah I messed up or like I was wrong should then everyone be like well you showed your true colors and we can't be friends with you mm-hmm. I can't marry you I can't date you blah, blah. it's like are you never allowed to make a mistake in your whole life I don't know if this necessarily shows her true colors but I think what shows her true colors is how she responded to it yeah yeah i think too especially going back to that too like certain situations like weddings people get real stressed out about these weddings nowadays yes and it like i think your own judgment could be clouded heavily with things around a wedding it's supposed to be the most important day of your life Mm -hmm. everything blah blah blah. but at the end of the day like you could have a clouded judgment because you're so stressed out about this wedding so you're not making rational decisions Yes. So that's just another reason, though, why if someone's giving you this feedback, especially when you're asking for it, then you should take their feedback and maybe just think about it. You don't have to immediately react. Take what they say. Think about it a little bit more. Process it. Maybe it opens up your mind to their point of view. Maybe not. I don't think the right thing is to flip out and run out of your house and move back with your mom. Yeah. But I also think that maybe I also jumped the gun and I was like well her reaction is showing her true colors maybe that's not true either like maybe she'll come home tomorrow after talking to her mom and talking to you again and be like I did freak out I now see that that was wrong and I'm sorry like that's okay too 
I feel like where we go from here and how she continues to treat the situation, that will show her colors. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she showed them yet. She made a mistake. Mm -hmm. Everyone makes mistakes. This is kind of a bad one, but I don't know. I don't think we need to call off the wedding yet. Mm -hmm. We can keep talking about it and see where it goes. Yeah. All the comments are not the asshole. Update us when you call up the wedding. If she would treat a friend this way, imagine how she would treat her own child who was shorter than her or born a little person. Oh, I mean, okay. that's, that's like speculation. Taking a, yeah, it's taking a little too far. But. Yeah. I think people become obsessive about how their wedding photos are going to look. I, I don't know if it really shows who she is as a person. I think that's really speculation. Mm-hmm. Hannah sounds shallow and immature. Weddings are one day. Marriages and friendships are supposed to be forever. I agree with that too. But just because you're shallow in one situation doesn't mean you're shallow just in general. Yeah. I'm sure I've definitely judged people. And if I checked myself or if my fiance or my friends checked me and they were like, dude, look what you're doing. I would be like, yeah, that was shallow, but I hope that they wouldn't just rule me as a shallow person because of one thing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I mean, yeah, she's being a bridezilla. Like people get caught up. I don't know. Yeah. That, that is crazy though. And it's sad. I kind of feel sad that all these people are like jumping on her throat on Reddit though, because like, is he going to now cancel the wedding because she made one mistake because all these people are telling him to? Hopefully not. Yeah. I hope not. I don't know that that would be like grounds for canceling the wedding, but it yeah. would just be like really hard. Yeah. I agree. Okay, let's move on. On. Moving on. Moving on. Am I the asshole for telling my friend her wife doesn't wear her wedding ring at work? I, 33 female, have been friends with Charlotte, 33 female, since we were little girls. Despite being close to her and her daughter, 5 female, I don't really see her wife, Avery, 35 female, much. She doesn't get along with most of our friends with Charlotte and is a pretty private person, which is extremely fine. Avery is a cardiologist. My mother-in-law's sister is sick, and I asked Charlotte if she could arrange an appointment for us from her wife. She called and said she had arranged it. I decided to accompany my mother-in-law and her sister to the office. It all went well, but I noticed Avery did not have her wedding ring on. During the whole visit, she did not even mention Charlotte until I said something, and everyone addressed her as doctor while the other times she insisted on Mrs. It was kind of weird to me because she... (laughs) Sorry, it's just so absurd. It was kind of weird to me because she has always worn it when I've seen her. Actually, the few times we were out, Avery always wore her ring and acted like it was very important to her. I don't know what was going on, but I thought as her good friend, I should mention this to Charlotte. The next time I met up with her, I said I had noticed that Avery was not wearing her ring at the office. She laughed and asked me what I was getting at, and I said I just wanted to mention what I had seen, and I didn't mean anything. Charlotte said Avery is a very by-the-book person and never wears any jewelry in her office or at the hospital. I apologized and only said I thought it was weird that she didn't wear it and didn't mention anything about her wife despite knowing who I was. Charlotte told me that she just explained and that I needed to let it go. I let it go, but she is still clearly upset. My other friends told me I should not have mentioned it and I should apologize to Charlotte. I still smell something fishy going on, but I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think this friend might be a little uh, trying to stir the pot up for no reason i think that or she's just incredibly naive or maybe both yeah i don't know because again like cardiologists like she might have been in surgery that day she might have been doing this 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 oftentimes people like professionally in the medical field obviously you want to be addressed as doctor while you're at work yeah but maybe outside of work in a more casual setting you're not someone that's going to be like oh no 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 i'm doctor yeah i'm doctor you know like not missus like i'm doctor (laughs) 
Because those people are pretentious. So she's yeah. maybe just not pretentious outside of work. And maybe she's keeping it professional because she's establishing like a patient and doctor relationship with your mom. Who's yes. there visiting her. I don't know. I honestly think it's more professional of her that she didn't mention their personal relationship. The appointment wasn't for OP. The appointment was for OP's mother-in-law, who is so far removed from Charlotte and Avery at this point. Like, it's just irrelevant. Also, she's probably so busy. Like, imagine how busy a hospital is. Mm -hmm. And if a doctor or whatever is seeing so many patients in a day, we don't need to spend time talking about how we are a friend of a friend's husband's mom or something like just get to the point get to the most important reason why you're here which is the client's health Mm -hmm. and move on like this girl just wants trouble i think yeah also like speaking from them being in like a same-sex marriage like i don't know where they are at and things like that and whether or not there are any laws passed in america like that could be something that gets in the way of you professionally and some people choose not to disclose that with people that are outside especially of like their really core group of co-workers you know what I mean so that could be another reason why they're just avoiding that because of the fear of like whether it be like workplace harassment or maybe loss of opportunities to move up at the workplace and things like that could be another reason why she's just not yeah really bringing it up or wearing it or talking about it that's a really good but sad point Mm -hmm. because maybe she just doesn't even want people to know that she's married because she doesn't want to risk people judging her when she sees all types of different people every single day Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there's a bunch of different perspectives that can be taken but i just i don't know yeah i think op is very naive and if avery's wife is fine with this then op needs to let it go and she should say to her sorry i did think it was weird in the beginning but after you explained it to me and i realized what you meant you are so right and i'm sorry i don't know where that was coming from but i recognize the reasoning and i apologize if I offended you. Yeah. And it also sounds like there's some type of prior motivation because she's still insisting that there's something fishy. Like that was her like how yeah. she finished the post. So why don't we talk about like what's underlying of all of this and then you're using this to kind of be like uh Yeah, that's know. so true because you're so quick to be like, oh something fishy is going on, but you're so reluctant to just believe your friend. Mm-hmm. So what are you getting at? What do you genuinely believe deep down? You do not believe your friend when she's telling you the truth yeah and you don't trust her partner yeah yeah i think something is going on here why Mm. are you so quick to be so weary and not trusting of your friend's wife i think it's jealousy it might be it might be jealousy or it might be you trying to stir the pot Mm -hmm. like a good old condiment I'm curious about the comments. They got to be on our side. They got to be on our side. I think anyone. The overall vote was asshole. Thank God. Okay. Oh, good, good, good. Yes, the asshole. So your issue is that she didn't bring up her personal life at work and complies with well-known recommendations that rings interfere with medically appropriate hand-washing protocol. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. Also, some people, even when they're in a happy marriage and they aren't a doctor and they work a normal office job or whatever... Some people just don't like wearing jewelry. And if someone has come to an agreement with their partner and they're like, I don't love wearing jewelry. And they're both like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to wear jewelry. Like Mm -hmm. society is what decided that married people should wear rings. 
and women should wear engagement rings and diamond rings on their finger like that's a societal construct that actually means nothing and it does not represent a marriage no i know people use it as a representation of marriage like people use a ring to represent their marriage and that they are married when they go out in public but it's not necessary. And I just don't think it's that crazy that someone that is married or engaged just chooses not to wear their ring sometimes mm-hmm. or all the time. Some people get married and they don't even have a ring. Yeah. So why are you so mad that this girl doesn't wear her ring every second of every day and bring her personal life into your mother-in-law's doctor's appointment? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sounds like a classic case. When I was younger, my mom used to say MYOB, mind your own business. Yes. Sounds like uh, she needs someone to say MYOB, mind your own business. Yes. My fourth grade teacher always said MYOB, mm-hmm. but she never explained what it meant. Oh, really? She just was saying it as if fourth graders already knew mm-hmm. what it meant. And I remember for so long, I had no idea what she was talking about when she said that. Right. And then I finally figured it out. And I was like, oh, but I just know if I were to ask her, what does that mean? She would have been like, don't talk back at right. me. And I'm like, cool. Jeez. Awesome. That's funny. I love talking about this stuff. Boyfriend didn't disclose that his friend was an ex. My female 28 boyfriend, male 29 of almost a year, didn't disclose that his close friend is an ex until I confronted him about it. When I asked why, he said he was hesitant to tell me because he didn't know how I would react and as a result, didn't know when would be the right time to disclose it. They go skateboarding often, sometimes in a group, sometimes one-on-one. To be fair, we've been introduced to each other and have hung out in a group setting a few times. They dated two years ago and were broken up for a year before I met my boyfriend. I feel uncomfortable with this. Not by the fact that they're still friends, but by how him choosing not to inform me feels like he took away my right to exercise my boundaries. He's essentially choosing to do something he wasn't sure I was okay with or not. I'm uncomfortable about how we've hung out in groups with both of them with this knowledge and me being in the dark about it. It feels like he's prioritizing their friendship over their relationship. Should I discuss my feelings about this with him? What has happened has happened, and I'm not sure if bringing this up would do any good. I wonder how serious they were. Yeah, we don't know actually how long they've been together. The way that she says it is they dated two years ago. They were broken up for a year. And then she's been in a relationship with this guy for the past year. So we don't actually know how long they dated. How long they dated. Yeah. I don't know. I would be curious to see like how serious they were. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. That is like really hard. I would be very upset about this. Yeah. I would not like it. And I think that if I started dating someone and they had a very close girlfriend and they even if they told me this person is my ex, my first thought would be weird. Why are you friends with your ex? And I get that some people, depending on the relationship, maintain relationships with exes if they were in the same friend group. If I don't know if the relationship wasn't that serious Mm. and they were like, "Eh, no, let's not do this. Like back to just friends. Some people have the ability to move on. But I think that so many times in relationships, people hang on to friendships when they don't want to let people go fully i would feel the same way i think and i'd be like you are prioritizing the friendship over our relationship Mm -hmm. and i think that in the beginning of a relationship especially that is when trust is earned that is when both partners are doing things and exemplifying habits 
that let trust be formed. Mm -hmm. So I think that if I've met someone and they were like, yes, I am best friends with this girl, but we did date in the past. I would be like, that's weird. And maybe I would keep going if I was excited about this person and into them. But I would be very wary of it at first. And it would take a while for me to form trust regarding that relationship with this person that I just met, who I'm entering a relationship with. It would just take so much longer for me to gain their trust. Yeah, I would appreciate knowing. And I also, I think that it would make me trust both of them more knowing. You know what I mean? Like being like, hey, just so you know. Absolutely. But this is what, whatever, like we dated for a little bit. It wasn't it. You know what I mean? Like we're still good friends. Like, you know, they're in our friend group. It's fine. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to be with them, then we would be together. We hang out all the time. You know what I mean? But that's a good point. But it would be nice to have just be aware of that. I also feel like because they didn't tell OP, it is lying by omission because how many like if you're dating someone for a year and you're in the same friend group and you've had an ex, like does your past relationship never come up? And if it does, do you just pretend like does this guy just pretend that the ex that he's referring to isn't his best friend? Like that's a lie to me. Mm hmm. Like, because when I enter a relationship with someone, I think a foundation in getting to know someone is learning about their past relationships. And I think it's okay to talk about exes when you're having honest conversations and getting to know someone because who your exes are, they made you who you are in a way. Every relationship we have shapes us in a way, whether it's good or bad or or neutral, your past experiences shape you. Yeah. So have you not had one conversation about your exes and your past relationships with your new boyfriend? And if you have, is he literally telling these stories as if he doesn't talk to this person anymore? He's like, oh, yeah, my ex did X, Y and Z. And my best friend does X, Y and Z. And he's just omitting the fact that they're the same person. That's lying. Yeah. I don't like it. I really don't like it. No. Yeah. It seems suspicious. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, oh, well, I didn't know a good time to tell you that. The good time to tell someone this is the first time they ever meet. I just or like before they meet. Be like, oh, by the way, I'm friends with this girl. You're going to meet her tonight. We did date in the past. This is all the information about the relationship. This is everything you should know. Let me know if you have any other questions and you'll meet her later. Yeah. Like that is the best thing. And I get that people make mistakes. Maybe they don't think about that in the moment. But to just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off like and now it's a year later and he's like, oh, well, I didn't know a good time to tell you. That shows that he has something to hide because if there is nothing to hide, it's like, why don't you feel comfortable sharing that? Yeah, I don't know, though, but I feel like it is kind of hard to like bring up like in some ways. I think like you should. But like, I don't know. I could see it being like a little bit hard to bring up. I feel like it would be hard to bring up in just a normal setting where if you're just talking about like the dinner that you're eating and then he's like by the way Rachel's my ex and you'd Mm -hmm. be like what but how many times have they talked about their friends their past relationships like an experience they had like if you date someone odds are you have experiences with them so there are things that I've done with my first boyfriend that have come up in conversations with future relationships and more current relationships and I'm like oh yeah we did x y and z activity I actually did that with my first boyfriend 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, has that never come up? Like you're talking about your life and your experiences. Like all of those would be great times right. to say it. Like I think that all of those times that it has come up, he has made it awkward. He has been mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not a good time to bring it up. And like, I think that if something had absolutely like zero weight or wasn't weird at all and you had nothing to hide, I think any time could be a good time to bring it up. But because there's yeah. something behind it and there's weirdness attached to it and weird emotion and you're scared of how they're going to react like all of those things make it important like all of the things that make it awkward to bring up make it important to bring up yeah no I agree with that I do agree with that. I just think it's like awkward just to like... Oh, it's so awkward. It's just an awkward conversation to have to yeah. up. You know what I mean? But it's something that needs to happen. Yeah. No, I think so too. I would be just very upset that it took this long. Yeah. And again, I'm just really curious of how serious they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do get that like if someone dated in high school for like a few months and let's say now they're in college and it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we did date but we remained friends. That's different. But yeah, if it's like your main ex and you would be upset if your best friend started dating them because you're like dude what do you mean like that's like Mm -hmm. friend code you don't date someone's like most influential ex that they had right like if it's that person to him that's a problem but if it was just like a casual chill relationship maybe i'd be able to get past it but i also would be like why did you think you could not tell me this like if it Mm -hmm. really means nothing and you guys have no hidden emotion and the only thing you feel towards each other is platonic friendship like i'm a reasonable person too like you can talk to me and maybe that's the conversation conversation mm-hmm. I don't know I would be so weirded out by it I do think I would try to be open-minded and trust the person that I've been trusting for the past year but I would be like what the frick it would still be hard I yeah think. yeah what do the comments say now I'm curious too on this one because I don't think I think that we're on the same page you and I yeah I just I don't know I do appreciate how you are more open-minded like in my opinion and this is because this is how it's been in my life I just think there's no reason to talk to exes and I have seen people try to maintain relationships with their ex because they're not truly happy in the current situation and I get that people have dated and maybe like 10 years go by and they just had a kid and you're like hey dude I know I haven't talked to you in forever but we did have each other in our lives and I just want to say I'm so happy for you and you look so happy and go off like I did that with a girl that I was best friends with in high school and then we just drifted she ended up getting married and I saw her wedding photos on Instagram and I'm like she looks so happy Mm. and just like she's thriving in life and I did reach out to her and say that I was like I'm so happy for you You looked so beautiful you look so you look so genuinely happy and I'm so happy for you like hope you're doing well so I get why you would want to do that with someone that you dated that you only have happy memories of Mm -hmm. I get it and I do thank you for that like I feel like you have opened my mind and the comments that we get on YouTube say the same thing like a lot of people agree with you or like put other relationships into perspective for me so I appreciate that you're not quick to just be like never talk to your ex and that's it hard line yeah it's hard I don't know Somebody said, totally fair. That one part about you not being uncomfortable by the friendship as much as him obscuring the truth and denying you the chance to input is Mm -hmm. bang on. Yeah. (laughs) You know your worth. I think that, yeah, OP is very emotionally mature because she's like, he didn't give me the choice to either be okay with it or not. He just omitted it from me. Mm Mm-hmm. And she should be able to have that choice. Yeah. Yeah. That put into words how I was feeling about it. Yeah. I feel like, you know. Yeah. Relationships are built on trust. Hard to do that when he hides things from you. 
True. Someone else said, two thoughts. He could have told you, but wasn't obligated to. I would have just to avoid what's happening now, but that's his call. Number two, tons of people stay friends after they break up. I agree that tons of people do it, but I also think that tons of people do it because of ulterior motives. I don't think it's always that. It's not always that, but I think that a lot of people do it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like specific instances where people are like unhappy in their current relationship status and they're like, yeah, but me and my ex, like we ended on good terms and they no longer live near each other. They have no connection. But every few months they're just like, hope you're doing well. And it's like, that's just prolonging your healing. Yeah. No, believe me. I hear that. But no, see, this is why you're opening my mind because no, I, I am quick though, to be too. like tons of people stay friends because of ulterior motives. And you're you're like, yeah, but that's just not always the case. And I'm like, okay, right. Yeah, not always. That's the case, important. But to I definitely too. understand and recognize that, too, because I have someone that still texts me like that. Yeah. And I'm like that is not. Yeah. That's not wishing me well. That's wishing that we were still together. And that's very different than wishing me well. Yeah. You know, I think it also has to do with the time that goes by in between mm-hmm. because if you're going to be friends with someone the day after you break up, in my opinion, I don't think that's healthy. Mm Because how can you totally get over a relationship when you're still maintaining a relationship? I think something that is so crucial to healing is going no contact and how people say out of sight, out of mind. Like, that's actually true. That's why Mm -hmm. when you break up with someone or if someone does you wrong, literally block them. Don't keep watching their stories. Don't follow them on Instagram just because you're interested or like, oh, I want to be nice. Like, no, if you are done with someone forever and you're really trying to move on from them and you're having trouble getting over them, like, I think one of the best things you can do is unfollow them. And it's not mean. It's for your own mental health. I agree. No, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And then also to not text them on their birthday, not texting your ex on their birthday or not wishing them well in a text message every few months. Like that's not mean. That doesn't make you a bad person. That doesn't mean you're never thinking about them. That means for your own mental health, you are maintaining distance because you need to move on from this because it's no longer serving you in life. This relationship is over. Yeah. And you're keeping that door shut and like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like once you let that no contact time happen, maybe friendship could be formed. It's never happened happened in my experience but obviously it happens in life but I think that that no contact period of healing is very important yeah and I think that might be the root of how I feel about being friends with exes Mm -hmm. yeah I agree yeah Mm. that was all the ones I had I like that episode too yeah that was a good one I hope I wasn't too judgmental you weren't no you weren't I think that we have excellent discussions we see things from different sides of view sometimes and I think that's great it's like a healthy conversation and we learn from each other it's like a healthy relationship where we can talk and disagree and still be friends we're still friends (laughs) we're still friends Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Do you have any final thoughts? Ranch is great. (laughs) (laughs) The dipping sauces are great. Tell us if you liked our outfits. Yeah, let us know. And let us know your favorite condiment. Yeah, if there's any salad (laughs) dressings you think Kelly should finagle in, uh, let us know. I'll try to be adventurous, but no promises. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.